0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. It is July the 14th, 2020, and it is the 122nd day of the virus. And officially we're in the New Testament in the story of Jesus being rejected in Nazareth at his hometown. And we are enjoying the tennis ball match of the Bible where the Old Testament refers to the New Testament uh in the future and the new testament refers to the old testament so in the story an example that is hit from the new testament back to the old testament is this line from luke 4 26 and jesus says i tell you the truth there were many widows in israel in the days of elijah but when the heavens were shut up for three years and six months, famine, and a great famine came over the land, and Elijah was sent to none of them but only to Zarephath in the land of Sidon to a woman who was a widow. And this made them so angry that they tried to throw Jesus off a cliff. So it would behoove us, of course, to learn what the story is about the widow of Zarephath. It's uh, eight verses long. We find it in 1 Kings, chapter 17, starting in verse 8. And this is speaking of the prophet Elijah. This is about 900 B.C. Then the word of the Lord came to him. Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, so this is north of Israel, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to feed you of interest in this story, in this prophetic story, in this uh, revelation of the Lord, Elijah is the last one to know what is going on. The widow actually knows before him. When the Lord finally comes to to Elijah and tells him this strong word, he says, I've already commanded a widow there to feed you. So then Elijah has a choice. stay or obey he decides to obey so he arose and went to Zarephath and when he came to the gate of the city behold a widow was there gathering sticks and he called to her and said bring me a little water in a vessel that I may drink now water also being uh, precious because there's a famine and there's a drought that's how the that's what caused the famine and so she decides Spare your water, don't spare your water. She lives by the Mediterranean, but the problem with the Mediterranean Sea is it's uh, got more salinity than the ocean, so it's more salty than the oceans. So it's like the guy's in in a life raft, uh, all the water, and you can't drink any of it. And as she was going to bring it, he called her and said, bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. Oh, now this is really rich. She must think, and she says, "As the Lord your God lives," so she refers and takes an oath here, referring to the one true God of of uh, of Israel. How did she know who that was? Was well, the Lord had somehow commanded her already to to feed him. So she knew that somehow she knew of God, knew, knew God. And she said, as the Lord, your God lives, I have nothing baked, nothing prepared, nothing stored, only a handful of flour and in a jar, a little oil in a jug. And now I am gathering. So this is the desperate situation she finds herself in. And now I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in to prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. We are in extremis. And Elijah said to her, Do not fear, go and do as you have said, but first make me a little cake of it and bring it to me. And afterwards... Make, it, make something for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord your God. So then he gives a word of the Lord. The Lord's already spoken to her. And now he's going to speak to her. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, the jar of flour shall not be spent and the jug of oil shall not be empty until the day of the Lord sends rain upon the earth. So let's pause here at verse 14 and a half. And she has a decision to make. So she's already lost a husband. She's not a Jew. She's responsible for a son, who is going to turn out to be one of the most famous people in the Bible, even though we don't know his name. She has a handful of flour. She can put all her uh, eating possessions in one hand and her cooking equipment in a little jug in the other hand. And she has no storage whatsoever, and she thinks she is at the end of her rope to eat it and die. And a couple of days before, or a little while before, don't we don't know exactly how long it is before, but we know that the Lord showed up and commanded her that this guy, this prophet of the Lord, Elijah, was going to come, and that she was responsible for feeding him. So let's say that was a week before. And then she eats down her food a little bit more and eats down her food. And and I don't know if the Lord showed up a number of times to keep commanding her in a dream or in vision. But the Lord was there before Elijah was there. And then finally, Elijah shows up. And by that time, she has one handful. Enough for one cake. And then Elijah says, by the way, make it for me. So a total moment of decision and belief and maybe trust for her. So she has a huge decision in verse 14 and a half. So this is a story about meeting God, of exposure to the Lord, which the widow of Zarephath had. And what are you going to do with your resources? What are you going to do with the things that you have. Don't we all vote with our feet? Don't we all vote with our flour and our oil, with our money, with our resources, with our time? And, ladies and gentlemen, our belief is betrayed by our behavior. And tomorrow we will find out what she does because we're going to go from verse 14 and a half and read verse 15.